Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today. I am determined to help you make progress today because we are racing towards the end of the year and I want to be a part of your decision to not phone it in because of Halloween candy and Thanksgiving or whatever it is that is coming up for you between now and the end of the year. I want to be a part of your commitment to make each day as good as it can be, which has nothing at all to do with perfection. One of my coaching, it's not even a pet peeve, but something that I always hone in on when I see it in comments or emails from clients is when they say, I wasn't perfect, but... We don't need that caveat. Perfection is not what we are after. As you've probably heard me say again and again, perfection is not a high standard. It is the lowest of all standards because it is impossible. And in addition to not being possible to be perfect, it's also not required. So making the most of every day you are in, one day at a time, one choice at a time, is not about pursuing perfection. Leave that word out of the equation. I want to help you make progress today in a very specific way. Before we get started, though, I want to share with you my favorite meal that I've had recently. Actually, I've had it twice in the last 24 hours. It was dinner last night and also breakfast this morning, and I want to share with you a workout that I did and loved recently. Also want to remind you that the waitlist for the winter 12 Weeks to Transformation is now open. That doesn't mean that the winter group is full and you have to get on the waitlist in case a spot opens up. It is wide open. It's just that registration hasn't started yet. So registration opens first to those who are on the waitlist. And I will link to that waitlist in the show notes for today's episode. You can get to the show notes for today's episode at primalpotential.com forward slash 530 because that is today's episode number. Primalpotential.com forward slash 530 or if you're on primalpotential.com, you will see in the upper right-hand corner an option that says work with me. When you click that, you will find the waitlist for the winter 12 Weeks to Transformation. If you want to know how it works, what that means, what the 12 Weeks to Transformation is, 
easy fix for you. Take a listen to episode 515, 515. I talk about it in great detail in episode 515. But that meal, that meal that I've had twice in the last 24 hours, it was dinner last night and it was also brunch this morning. I cooked up a bunch of chicken thighs a few days ago and have been using them for meals over the past few days. I love it when I don't have to cook protein because there are leftovers. So easy peasy, super, super fast, less than uh, 10 minutes from taking the stuff out of the fridge to actually eating it. In a skillet on the stovetop, I added a bag of cauliflower rice. You can get this basically anywhere these days. Now, I guess I shouldn't say anywhere. I don't know what it's like in other countries. But in the United States, you can get frozen cauliflower rice at Target, at Walmart, at Stop and Shop, at Kroger, at Roche Brothers, at Whole Foods, at Trader Joe's, you name it. So I took a bag, threw it in the skillet, added some salsa tomato salsa, and some of those leftover chicken thighs, and some avocado. Done. Salt too. Really easy, very, very little time, and also totally delicious. The last of the chicken thighs are gone, so I've got to cook up some more protein, but that is something that is always a quick tip of mine. Cook more protein than you need, and then you don't have to keep cooking it every day. Workout that I loved recently was a combination of push jerks and double unders. A push jerk is a little bit like an overhead press, but it is a little different. So if you're curious about what a push jerk is, just Google it and you will see. But the workout went like this. 21 push jerks, 40 double unders. I've explained what double-unders are in previous episodes. It involves a jump rope, but again, you can Google it. So 21 push jerks, 40 double-unders, 15 push jerks, 40 double-unders, 9 push jerks, 40 double-unders. Good way to get in a combination of strength and also that elevated heart rate, huffing, puffing. Definitely felt that in this workout. Let's dive into today's topic that I'm actually really excited about, and I'm hopeful that you will give me your feedback on what you do with what we talk about in today's episode. So not your thoughts on it, but what I would love to know from you, you can either comment on the show notes page, primalpotential.com forward slash 530, or message me on Instagram. Elizabeth Benton. I would love to know what you did with today's episode. What action did you take? What change did you make as a result of what we're going to talk about today? How this came about, I've shared a little bit on the podcast, more with my clients, that I am spreading my wings a little bit professionally outside of Primal Potential. It's not changing anything that I am doing with Primal Potential, but really excited to learn about something that used to be a real passion of mine. Prior to working in the supplement industry, I was a licensed real estate agent in North Carolina years and years and years and years and years ago. And I really enjoy 
using my money in that way, real estate kind of stuff. So right now I am getting my toes wet, learning a lot, asking a lot of questions, meeting a lot of people. And recently I was reading about three essential things you have to either bring to the table yourself or make sure you have others bringing to the table in order for your real estate deals to be successful. And those three things are money, time, and knowledge, right? Know-how. If you have money, but you don't have time, you've got to bring somebody to the table who has that time. Otherwise, your deals won't really move forward. And the same thing is true if you have time, but you don't have money or you don't have experience, that know-how, that knowledge. You've got to make sure that those slots are filled in order to be successful. You don't have to be a 10 in all areas, you know, on a scale of one to 10, like you're 10 on the money, you're 10 on the time, you're 10 on the knowledge, experience, know-how. It doesn't have to be that way. But you want to make sure that you have at least one or two, and wherever you don't have it, you're bringing somebody to the table that has what you are lacking. And as I listened to this, of course, I was thinking about what that three-part structure is for creating change in our own lives. Because when people struggle, it's usually not because they don't have some degree of strength. It's because they are lacking something that is essential. And when I thought about this three-sided structure, I like had flashbacks to being in high school where, I kid you not, we had to build an exact replica of a local bridge using toothpicks. And though I don't have children now, I can say as an adult that if I had a child who was assigned this project, I would despise the teacher because I feel like this is one of those projects that adults end up doing the majority of. And that was certainly true for my dad when we were in high school. But the point of the project, the reason they had us do this, was to show the strength of the triangle, that three-sided shape that is the strongest of all of the geometric shapes. And there's something to be said for that. When we think about our own attempts to create change in our life, if we have knowledge, meaning we know the process, we know the steps, we know how to create change, but we don't have the effort or we don't have the attitude, we're not getting very far. Alternatively, if we have a great attitude, but we don't know what to do, we won't get very far either. So I believe that this same framework with different components is a big part of success. Now, the caveat is, unlike a real estate deal where you can bring other people to the table, when it comes to creating change in your own life, whether that is getting out of debt or it is losing weight, improving your fitness, you have to build all three of these areas yourself. And it, again, has nothing to do with perfection. You don't have to be a 10 on a scale of 1 to 10, but you cannot have all of the effort and none of the knowledge. You can't have all of the knowledge with none of the effort. We have to really look at our own balance in these three areas that I'm going to talk about. And as we do, here is my challenge to you. I don't want you to just listen and go, yeah, that makes sense. I want you to use the ideas we talk about in this episode to 
assess yourself. To assess yourself. Where do you have strength? Where are you lacking that strength? Where do you need to put your effort to balance you out and create this unshakable foundation so that you struggle less in your pursuit to create change? The three factors we are going to talk about today are knowledge, effort, and attitude. And over the past few months, maybe even more than that, because I can certainly reflect back on my own successful pursuits to change and as well as my less successful pursuits and all of my interactions with my clients. When people are struggling, they are lacking in one of these three areas. Knowledge, knowing the right thing to do for their goal. Effort, how hard they're trying. Or attitude. And sometimes they're struggling in more than one. But as we talk about these three areas, be asking yourself, where am I strongest in the category of knowledge, effort, or attitude? Where am I weakest? And then most importantly, what will I do about it today? Let's start talking about knowledge. This is probably the easiest box to check. Most people, because of this wonderful, abundant information age in which we live, most people go overboard with the knowledge piece of this because they feel like the more they know, the easier it will be. But what they're overlooking is those other two sides of the triangle, effort and attitude. You cannot pump yourself up so full of information and think that that is going to carry you all the way. It won't. And if you are somebody who says, oh, I am definitely strongest and most robust in that area of knowledge, then maybe take some of that time and energy that you're giving to accumulating more information reading, listening to podcasts, uh, seeing what other people think about different things, considering new strategies. Maybe take some of that time, take some of that effort you're putting into learning and put it into acting so that your effort is going up, but not in the area of information accumulation, but rather execution. Or maybe you need to put that effort into improving your attitude because up until this point, maybe you've been kind of bitter, negative, complaining, feeling like you are a victim of the goal that you have when you're not. Knowledge alone is not going to change anything. You can struggle for the rest of your life and know everything you need to know, but it's not going to create change. We've got to strengthen and reinforce that effort and that attitude. At the same time, though, Effort and attitude aren't enough. For example, if you are a crash dieter with the highest level of effort, you can go full throttle on those extreme restriction programs. That's not going to work either because what you're lacking is a real fundamental knowledge of what works over the long term. So maybe your attitude is great and your effort is high, but your approach is where you are going wrong because you have an inaccurate foundation of knowledge, right? What is true for you? 
Like I mentioned, I think what's most common is people who are over-informed and under-implementing. That's an easy one to switch. What can I do today with what I know? But if you're like, I don't even know if my strategy is sound. I'm honestly confused about nutrition and fat loss and how it happens. Or maybe for you, it has nothing to do with nutrition or fat loss and it's all about money or relationships or career. Get the right information. Certainly, there are a ton of resources that are available for free. I will specifically direct you to episodes 121 through 126 of the podcast, and I will link to that in the show notes if you're not in a place where you can write that down, episodes 121 through 126. That is the Fat Loss Basics series of the podcast that really goes through how it works, how it doesn't work and the kind of things that are going to be your starting points for the right strategy. And if that's not you and you're like, yeah, no, I know that, I'm just not doing it, then ask yourself what you're able and willing to do today to put what you know into action just for today. You're not creating a 30-day plan. You're not creating a plan through the end of the year. You are just capitalizing on the day you are in, okay? Effort is the next one. And the very first and most important thing I want you to do is ask yourself, how is my effort? How hard am I trying? Am I giving it my best? Am I giving it a little? In terms of what I am capable of doing, how hard I am capable of working or how consistent I am capable of being, where am I on that spectrum? Do I have more to give? And this actually came up sort of peripherally in a live webinar I had just the other night with my 12 Weeks to Transformation clients. Every single week we have a live webinar and I will share with you part of my response as it relates to what we are talking about today. So the the email came in. I'll read exactly to you what it said. The email says, so. With all the changes we've been putting into action over the past three weeks, you often return to the answer, if it's an improvement for you. My question is, but by how much? What is the best way to keep ourselves in check and making consistent improvement? And then she went on to say, like, I've made these improvements with my morning, but how do I know that that is enough? And Without going off into a tangent, you know, one of the simplest answers is, is it working for you? Are you seeing results from the change that you have made? But as it relates to effort, I want to take this conversation in a slightly different direction so that we stay really focused on this idea of effort, acknowledging that it is one of the three sides of the triangle required for success and being effective and making change. We often get this idea of effort very, very wrong. So lean in for a second because I believe this has the power to totally shift your perspective on this idea of effort. We get it wrong when we convince ourselves that doing more would be harder. We convince ourselves that if we get more consistent, if we try harder, if we put in more effort, if we eat cleaner, it will be harder. And so we convince ourselves to do less because we say less is easier than more. Giving, say, level five effort 
is going to be easier than giving level 10 effort. And I do not think that is the case. It absolutely has not been the case for me in my own life that less effort is easier. I actually find that it is dramatically easier to give more effort. And that's not only the case for me, it's true with all of my clients who have dared to try. It's easier when I try harder. Eating cleaner is easier than not eating as clean. If I look at it as a spectrum, right, there's like eating just anything and everything that's not nailed down, whatever I want, whenever I want, as much as I want. And then there's kind of trying, right, being moderate. No, maybe not this or just a little bit of this or I'll have one bite, but then I'm done. And then there's really being consistently disciplined, Not perfect. Remember, perfect has no part in our conversation here. I don't even know what it is. I don't believe it exists, and it's not what I'm after. But it is easiest for me when I am doing my best. And there are a lot of reasons for that. Emotionally, I feel better. Way, way better. The cleaner I eat, the more consistently I work out, it doesn't get harder for my life. It gets easier because... I'm mentally more clear, I'm physically more energized, I'm sleeping better, I'm seeing more results, which puts me me in a better mood. It steps me into that cycle of accelerated returns where there's more momentum and more motivation. It is easier. Yet, most people approach this idea of effort convincing themselves that doing more is harder. But it's rarely that way. This is something that I talk about a lot in my upcoming book. More on that. It comes out in January. I haven't even told you guys the title yet, but that will be coming very, very soon. When we just kind of try, when our effort is in the middle and we're convincing ourselves that doing more would be harder, that's generally reflective of inexperience. And what is really happening is that we're playing tug of war on both sides of the rope. We're straddling two worlds, trying and not trying, but we're not really able to enter either fully. That's harder, right? Where can you give more effort? Get very specific. Do not create an overall plan. What does it look like today to increase your effort? Just for today, what are you able and willing to do to increase your effort? If your effort is waning, instead of telling yourself a story about how inconsistent you are, ask yourself what you can do about it today. Don't reinforce the problem. Participate in the solution, which brings us to this final part of this three-sided toolbox, this three-sided strong structure for success. Attitude. Attitude. How you think, how you convince yourself, your perspective on the situations in which you find yourself. One of my favorite quotes, and I say it all the time, especially when I'm working with newer 12 Weeks to Transformation clients, Enthusiasm is common. Endurance is rare. Attitude matters so much. And most of us only have enthusiasm for the novel, meaning if it's new, we can be excited about it, whether that's a new plan for the week or a new book or a new journal or a new sports bra. But once the novelty wears off, so does our enthusiasm. Your attitude 
really plays a huge part in your success, almost without exception. Seriously. The people who email me that are struggling have dramatic room for improvement in their attitude. It's not that their attitude sucks because they're struggling. They're struggling because their attitude sucks. And if you don't like that word sucks, let me say it another way if that opens your ears to it. It's not hard or you're not feeling down because it's hard. It's hard because you're thinking about it from that perspective of feeling down. If you change your attitude, it will feel easier. It absolutely will. This is not some puffy cloud and marshmallow, hold hands, sing kumbaya, sort of out there, hippy dippy idea. We make our choices based on our thoughts. Our thoughts precede every choice that we make. How we see things, how we think about things, the perspective that we choose is what in fact drives our decisions. So when people dismiss the mindset part and they think, oh, it's just about discipline, it's just about commitment, what they're overlooking is that the number one factor behind every choice we make is our attitude. Think about attitude through a given day. And I will give you an example from my own life just the day before yesterday. I'll give you an example of two different attitudes I could take and how that would influence my decision. So alarm goes off. Attitude one would be, oh my God, no, I'm so exhausted. I don't want to get up. It's freezing cold. I just want to stay here and I don't want to work. I'm totally not motivated. All right, all right, fine. I got to get up. Oh, I don't want to do this. I got to get up. And the toilet is leaking. I don't have time for this. I don't have time for this. I can't get everything done. I can't fix this toilet. And I'm really hungry. And I don't have time to cook. And I don't want to do dishes. I just, ugh, I just can't handle life today. Can somebody bring me a donut? This is too much. And I have to work late. And I got my hair done. And it's raining. Of course, it rains every time I get my hair straightened like clockwork. Taking that attitude through the day is absolutely going to have an impact on my choices. I'm going to convince myself that I don't have time to work out. I'm going to talk myself out of eating clean because I just can't even. But alternatively, my alarm goes off and I choose a different attitude. Mmm, coffee. I love coffee and I get to have it right now. I am going to make today great and the toilet is leaking. Well, I said I wanted to learn how to be handy, so the universe just gave me an opportunity to learn something I don't presently know, which is how to fix a toilet. So <laughs> let's go. What can I do to make myself feel really good today? If I drink more water, if I eat really clean, if I work out hard, if I'm patient through my work, all of those things are going to make me feel so much better. With the first attitude, frustration, disappointment, resentment, victimization, that is going to have an impact on my choices, for sure. Alternatively, having a positive attitude will also have an impact, a major impact on my choices, but in a much different way. With what attitude are you most likely to make great choices, right? When you wake up and you're like, rush, rush, rush. Oh my gosh, there's no time. Everybody you know, doesn't do their part. It's always on me. 
that attitude, that perspective is going to influence a certain set of choices. But when you wake up and you decide, I want to feel great today and I want to take great care of myself today and life is good and I am okay and I can create change, it just sets up an entirely different attitude for your day that does, in fact, influence your choices. This came up just the other day with one of my 12 Weeks to Transformation clients. Her attitude at the moment was, this just feels like a ha- it has to be a total overhaul and I have to totally overhaul my life in order to change. When in reality, we had only talked about three specific things over a total of three weeks. And so the idea of an overhaul was something that she totally invented through her thoughts. It didn't in any way reflect the reality of the approach that we were taking, yet the perspective, her thoughts, what was happening in her mind had a massive impact on her choices because she basically talked herself out of effort with her attitude. There's never a need for a total overhaul because change only happens one choice at a time. We only ever have to make one choice at a time. And progress comes from improvement, not perfection, not a total overhaul. Improvement. One choice at a time. With her attitude, she talked herself out of effort. No matter what she knows about strategy, about fat loss, it doesn't matter at all if her attitude takes her out of the game. What can you do to improve your attitude? How can you see this differently? How can you practice being a creative, energetic problem solver in your own life? What would that look like today? How can you shift your perspective to being one that is more conducive of encouraging you to take great care of yourself versus the perspective that talks you out of it? Where do you need to really focus today? Knowledge, effort, or attitude? And what will you do specifically in the next 24 hours to make an improvement where you need it? Don't forget that I would love to hear what you do with this idea. If you decide you need to change your attitude, what did you do? If you decide you need to increase your effort, what did you do? I want to hear from you and I cannot wait to see how you put this to work in your life. Make it a great day. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there.
Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No? Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, a company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So, at four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual, because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable, it's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals, and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash prenatal. Hey Houston, Khan's prices are invincible. That means prices have been cut low, as in amazingly low, as in won't be beat. In fact, we're backing it up with our low price guarantee. Invincible prices on appliances, furniture, electronics, mattresses, and more. Not invincible enough for you? How about free next day delivery on appliances, TVs, and mattresses? And payment options for everyone, whether you have good credit or building it. Visit cons today and find out what invincible feels like.